Hello and welcome to the Sales Growth Solutions Podcast. My name is Ashley Brimaco and on today's show, we chat with entrepreneur and businessman Tim Farley. We're here today at the historic building of the Geelong Club with business owner and entrepreneur Tim Farley. Tim gained an early introduction to the business world by working in and eventually managing his family-owned general store. Originally from Echuca, Tim moved to Melbourne after many years of boarding at Xavier and studying accountancy at night school. After a long career with various automotive manufacturers, Tim eventually moved to the retail side of the industry as part owner and operator of both Geelong City Toyota and Mercedes-Benz. Tim's current focus is building on his four ultra-tune franchises scattered throughout Victoria. Welcome to the show, Tim. So can you share a brief insight as to how you actually arrived at your current position, a bit of your life journey towards, uh, towards this particular venture you're running now? Well, I did, as you mentioned before, I did uh, accountancy and I did that part-time. And then I came and joined the uh, car industry through my brother, who was a buyer for Kevin Dennis. And there was a position going at the office and I hadn't completed my accountancy studies and they put a time limit on it. It was only six months to go and I had to finish. So I had to focus and concentrate. So I decided to come to Melbourne, finish that. And I went in for an interview with Kevin Dennis to work in the office. And uh, they said, okay, can you start today? (laughs) I said, oh, actually I've got a few things to do. Do you mind if I start tomorrow? So I got in there and I finished my accountancy and then a fellow I did accountancy with said there's a job going at Morley Ford. So I thought, well, seeing I've qualified as an accountant, I better go and actually practice it because I didn't really know what to do. (laughs) So I got a job there and then um, I went, uh, I applied for some other jobs (laughs) that were paying more money and uh, I got offered one at uh, Chrysler and I was there as an internal auditor in their company-owned stores for four years. And then the man that had been there had moved to um, Toyota, and he rang me up one day and said, would you like a job? We're starting a new function, a business management function. Would you like to be a business management manager for Victoria? I said, well, it sounds interesting. So I went and did that. And then uh, I progressed through the ranks at Toyota and ended up as general manager for uh, sales planning and distribution. Prior to that, I was dealer development manager. And then I did that for about seven years. And then I'd always wanted to get into my own business. So I was at a general manager's meeting one day and uh, they listed three dealers that were in trouble. One of them was Geelong. So I came to see them and said, could I buy into the partnership? And uh, they said no. But uh, seven months later, they went into receivership. And uh, so one of the partners said, are you still interested? And I said, yes. <laughs> so that's how I got involved in that. And, uh, but during the course at Toyota, we, I did a marketing course as well, night school. And we did a, um, a study on the motor car industry and the potential for change. So we surveyed a lot of people and... Uh, the results of the survey were that when they were buying a car, they were looking for one thing, and when they were servicing the car, they were looking for a more personal level of service and closer to home or work. Mm. So we thought, currency's not set up that way. 
So we showed our results to Toyota. We came up with an idea of a hub and spoke. Only maybe Melbourne served by six dealers, but with instead of 23 or four service outlets, maybe 60 outlets. And uh, they said, oh, that's interesting. What do you want to do with that? I said, nothing. I don't want to argue with, the, with you for 10 years. And uh, so that's in that background then, I was uh, watching TV one day and a guy from Ultratune came on and said their business was up 19%. And this is when they extended the service intervals on cars. And yeah. A couple of dealers came on and their business was down 30%. So I gave my wife a dig in the ribs and said, that's my market study. So I rang up Ultratune and said, oh, I wouldn't mind a, a site. And uh, so I got one and then another one, and then another one, and then another one. That's how things grow. <laughs> so what projects are you currently working on that have you excited at the moment? Well, uh, like all business, there's a combination of uh, income and expense. So one of the key things we're doing now is checking all of our suppliers and seeing if we can do better deals. And uh, our first one we did, my son works for Boston Consulting, so he, he told me that instead of getting the next branch, I should get the next branch out of what I've already got, and I should be able to save 8% on my purchases. Hmm. So we started with our biggest purchase, which was oil. We were using two oil companies. We got them to bid for all of the business uh, and the, at the risk of losing the business that they had. So I told the first one that my son had suggested I should be able to save 8%, so sure enough, the, the quote came in, less 8%. But <laughs> thankfully, the other one was quite a bit more keen. And we ended up saving, as a result, 17%, which was... And Significant. For, for three years, uh, for a three-year deal, 17% a year. So that was quite significant. So that encouraged us to go and look for the next big thing and then the next one. And even just a simple example of rubbish removal, uh, we found that if we put in a uh, cardboard bin, that that would cut out uh, a number of um, empties of the normal bin by a third, and the cardboard bin cost $5 to empty versus $69. So we've ended up saving nearly half of our rubbish removal. And so we're going through. So cost is one thing. The second thing that we're interested in is training our guys a little better. So that's a combination of what the factory offers and what we can get from our best manager mechanic who can start to take a, a lead role in training all the branches. And thirdly, uh, what you can get on, on the uh, internet media. So really it's a combination of training, cost reduction and delighting our customer. They're, they're our key three focus for the next year. Oh, excellent. So can you share with the listeners your favourite business software? Something that's making your life easier? Well, my favourite business software I don't yet have. <laughs> We've just learned about it. One of the suppliers can issue an invoice and so normally we have to take it and dump it, you know, re-enter. Hmm. But they can just dump it into our computer. Well, we need our, our UltraGen franchise to change from a DOS system to a more modern system. So DOS is okay in terms of its security, but if we if we go extremely to, antiquated. yeah, extremely antiquated and hard to use and lots of quirky things. 
So that's, that's in process. As soon as that comes and we can get some of those things dumped into us and we don't have to re-enter them, then that's going to save a lot. In terms of, uh, you know, we use a lot of Excel analysis and things like that, but graphability is very good for getting the message across to your boys. And so we so visuals, started... Visuals, you mean visuals? visuals yeah. As opposed to uh, As opposed to style. just a spreadsheet, yeah. Mm. Uh, so the spreadsheet is the basis, and then, of course, you, you, you move it up to graphical. And that's where they get the most impact. So how do you see the current business situation, and what will be defining your business moving forward? Well, we see the current business situation as quite, quite good. If you're happy enough to put in the work and do the things we mentioned before, which is keeping on educating your people, keeping to the forefront of what's happening, whether that be software systems, whether it, whether it be in our business analytical tools that can give us a better analysis or speedier or, or a wider, wider range of analytics so that we can uh, more quickly diagnose problems and get the, get the work done more efficiently. Um, but we, uh, just as an example, last month we, uh, we measure on a daily basis how we're going as against our targets and how we're going as against last year. And uh, we, we were 27% up on the year before. Now that's not as good as it sounds because uh, last year Easter was early. But when we calculated on a, on a per day basis, we were still around 12% up. So we thought that was giving us a good, a good measure that some of the things we're doing are working. We're also fortunate, Victoria's growing pretty well and we're in Ballarat, Geelong, Wyndham Vale and Taylor's Lake. So we're in growth areas. We're, we're yes. not like we're in Chinkapook and it's <laughs> they're getting bigger <laughs> machines and buying out the neighbours and there's less people. You know, We've got a growing population so that helps. So if we can keep up to date and keep offering delightful service, we'll keep growing. So at Sales Growth Solutions, we're all about the customer experience and building growth from improving the dynamics around the customer journey. So Tim, can you share with the audience your principles around driving growth from within your business? Well, as, as I said, I, I really can't get over, and I know I only, I only heard it recently expressed so well, but when Warren Buffett was uh, giving advice to young students leaving university and somebody asked him what is the best advice he could offer for somebody going into business, and that's when he said, don't be satisfied with satisfying your customer because that'll keep them maybe, maybe coming back. But delight them. They'll not only come back, they'll tell others. And that's really the best. I've tried all sorts of things, advertising more, doing things, and they have a, you get a response. But the long-term response that I get best is a, a good manager who looks after his staff and his customers. Even in Toyota, they had a, um, a philosophy, customer first. First the customer, then the dealer, then the manufacturer. Pretty simple. You give the customer what he wants at a fair price, he's going to come back. Simple philosophy. Mm. I'd like you to imagine, if you will, that you have been invited by Elon Musk to join the first expedition to Mars. It will take a long time to get there and you may never return. Stuck on Mars forever. 
You have room on your hard drive for one book, one CD and one movie. What will you be taking with you and why? I read a book on Nelson Mandela once. I think I'd take that because I expect the conditions up there to be harsh and he maintained a positive attitude despite the harshness. So I think, I think I'd take that book because I think I might need that. Um, in terms of music, well, that's very hard uh, because my, my music uh, interests range from classical to um, country. So um, I'd take a selection of waltzes, I think, Strauss waltzes. I'll probably imagine I'll have plenty of time to contemplate it. <laughs> imagine my younger days <laughs> waltzing around. Um, now, what was the other one? A movie. I know it's silly, but one of the one of the movies that sticks in my mind most was uh, when I was young, and that was uh, Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I love the grace and the grandeur, and also the uh, personal experiences there. So I might take that to remind me of Earth when times were good. Also, one of my wife's favourites. Ah, good. So, so in summary, then, uh, are you able to signpost three main points from today's show that the listeners can take away? Well, definitely I think you can. Delight your customer. That, that's really the key focus. Have good staff, respect them, train them, and as well as respect them, expect from them. And people often say the speed of the boss is the speed of the store, so that you, you must expect good performance to continually get it. And I think the other simple thing is we're having a big focus, I didn't mention before, but on cleanliness. So we're repainting all our stores, we're repainting the insides and outsides, and we're, we're really making an effort. In our business, um, you, you come from the franchise business, and being totally clean and efficient in appearance as well as practice is important. In our business, not quite so important, or hasn't been, but I'm, I've said to my guys, I want people to come in here and sorry, actually, I know you're BMW, but I said, I want them to think they're working, walking into a Mercedes workshop. So everything's spick and span, everything clean, and good equipment. Hmm. So I Presentation. Think, yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks very much for joining us today, Tim. It's been great having you on the show. Pleasure, Ashley. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of the SGS community. We hope that you gain some value from listening to our show today. The interview and related information can be found on our website, salesgrowthsolutions.org. Today's episode was produced and edited by Red Lemon Productions. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. Until next week, take care.